What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 16 wide receiver start sits. So talk about every single fantasy relevant wide receiver and then list them as either a start fringe option or sit. The starts are going to be the guys you trust as your wide receiver ones or your wide receiver twos. The fringe options are going to be the wide receiver three options, your flex plays. You may not love them in your lineup, but they're all right. And then the sits players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. I'll have the running backs, uh, quarterbacks, and tight ends out today also. So check those out if you guys are interested. If you enjoy the video, just do me a huge favor and hit that like button. But let's dive right into the Saints-Rams matchup. For the Saints here, Chris Olave did not end up suiting up in week 15. Um, if he doesn't play again, just really have no interest in these Saints wide receivers. If Olave's playing, I'm firing him up as a solid start in my fantasy lineup. And then for the Rams, you just got to fire up their two studs, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Cooper Cup coming off the huge game in uh, week 15. Puka's had his big games, you know, himself. So I like both those guys here going up against the Saints. Then looking at the divisional matchup between the Bengals and the Steelers, with the news that Jamar Chase is going to miss some time, uh, will likely not be playing here in week 16. I think T. Higgins is definitely a viable start. I could go either way on Tyler Boyd. I think I'm going to list him as a sit just because I don't love him in my lineup. But if you're desperate, I could understand plugging uh, Tyler Boyd in there. But I do like T. Higgins with uh, no Jamar Chase. And then for the Steelers here, Deontay Johnson just remains like a fringe option wide receiver three play. He's been able to get into the end zone, which is something he definitely couldn't do last season. So that's nice. Um, we'll see if Mason Rudolph provides like any sort of spark for this offense. I wouldn't be super optimistic about it, but who knows? Then looking at the uh, Bills-Chargers matchup, for the Bills, Stephon Diggs continues to kind of struggle here. There's no way I'm sitting Stephon Diggs because he could go out here against the Chargers, put together a monster game, especially after the weird just overall game from the Bills offense in a week 15, where I think Josh Allen only had like seven completions. That's not going to be a game where Stephon Diggs goes off. So not overly concerned, still going to fire him up as a solid play. And then Gabe Davis at this point, um, I know I just said like it was the weird seven, uh, you know, completion game, but Gabe Davis has struggled over the last few weeks. He had like the one huge game in there, but outside of that, he's pretty much been a complete zero. So he's definitely going to be a sit for me. Looking at the Chargers here, if Keenan Allen is able to play this week, I'll have him as a start just based on someone who's likely going to get peppered with targets, but he'd probably be more of like that wide receiver two compared to like the mid to high end wide receiver one that we saw with uh, Justin Herbert. If Keenan Allen is out, I could see an argument for Joshua Palmer as a fringe option. I probably wouldn't love it, but we'll see how this week shakes out um, about whether or not I'd be interested in playing him. In the next matchup, we're going to have the Colts taking on the Falcons, and we currently don't know about Michael Pittman. I left the Saturday game with pretty rough looking concussion. If Michael Pittman's playing, I'm starting him. If he's not able to go early on in the season, I would have thought this had been like a smash spot for Josh Downs. He really has struggled over the last few weeks, so I don't have a ton of confidence, but I do think Josh Downs could be somewhat playable if uh, Michael Pittman ends up being out. And then on the other side for the Falcons, Drake London's just going to be a fringe option. You can't trust this Falcons offense. He'll have some solid games. There will be some clunkers out of Desmond Ritter. So he kind of falls into like that uh, wide receiver three flex territory. We have the Packers taking on the Panthers. And for the Packers here, I feel like we have to give Jaden Reed his respect and list him as a start. He's been on an absolute tear over the past six games. He has scored at least 15 PPR points in five of those six. He's averaging 16.2 PPR points per game over that stretch. Um, and he also is like blending his nice receiving usage with some rushing upside. I think he has two rushing touchdowns 
over that six game stretch. So Jaden Reed, definitely someone who's having one of those like nice late season rookie breakouts. And then for the Panthers, Adam Thielen just like barely keeps holding on to being fantasy relevant. I think he's a fringe option just based on how this Packers defense has struggled, but definitely don't see him as anything more than like a wide receiver three option. And then I'll be sitting the uh, wide receiver two, Jonathan Mingo. Then we're going to have the Browns taking on the Texans. And for the Browns here, I have Amari Cooper as a fringe option. I think he's definitely like a high-end wide receiver three. He had one big play that really kind of saved his fantasy day um, in the fourth quarter against the Bears. I do think Joe Flacco is definitely a plus for him. Um, And so that's why I have him as like a nice wide receiver three play. Going to be sitting Elijah Moore and uh, Cedric Tillman, who did see some targets going up against the Bears. Then for the Texans here, now injuries do kind of play a factor here, both for Nico Collins and for CJ Stroud. Um, If CJ Stroud's not able to play, I feel like Nico Collins would be more of a fringe option, probably a higher end wide receiver three. If Nico Collins is playing and CJ Stroud is playing, then I like both those guys. You know, Nico Collins would be a nice start for me. Noah Brown would be a fringe play. If Nico Collins is out and CJ Stroud is playing, you could probably talk me into like back end wide receiver two Noah Brown coming off a really impressive game with Case Keenum at quarterback and no Nico Collins in the lineup. So still some things that need to kind of be worked out there in that wide receiver room. Next is going to be a divisional matchup between the Lions and the Vikings. For the Lions, I'm just firing up their wide receiver one, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then going to be uh, sitting J-Mo. For the Vikings, we had a huge Jordan Addison boom game in uh, week 15. I still definitely prefer uh, Justin Jefferson, which is why I have him as a start, uh, but I think Jordan Addison is definitely relevant as like a wide receiver three play. Overall, a very impressive uh, rookie season out of him. Next up, we're going to have the Commanders taking on the Jets. And for the Commanders, it looked like Terry McLaurin was kind of going to have a, a disappointing fantasy day, another one. Then they uh, get rid of Sam Howell. They bring in Jacoby Brissett, and he just completely lights it up for Terry McLaurin. They're on the same page, and he ends up having a really nice fantasy day. Looks like they're going back to Sam Howell, which for Terry McLaurin, I think is definitely not great. If Brissett was the starter, I'd probably have Terry as a start. Still think he's relevant as a fringe play. Even in a tough matchup, Sauce Gardner doesn't shadow the uh, top wide receiver, so somewhat of a plus there. I'm going to be sitting Curtis Samuel and uh, Jahan Dotson. Then for the Jets here, I have Garrett Wilson listed as a start, but what I will say is that if Zach Wilson clears concussion protocol and can play, then I like Garrett Wilson as a start. If Zach Wilson does not clear concussion protocol and they go with Simeon, he'll be a fringe option. When we look at the games where Zach Wilson has pretty much played you know, the entirety of them, so 70 plus percent or more snaps, Garrett Wilson is averaging 15 PPR points per game. In the games where Zach Wilson is not playing 70% of the snaps, he's down to eight PPR points per game. So there has been a huge difference. Zach Wilson has been a huge plus for him. Hopefully Zach Wilson clears and Garrett Wilson can be fired up as a uh, solid wide receiver too. Next up is going to be the Seahawks taking on the Titans. For the Seahawks, I like DK Metcalf as a start, as like a back-end um, wide receiver too. I felt like as a whole, this wide receiver room didn't really take advantage of the prime matchup of that uh, Eagles secondary. DK was fine. Tyler Lockett had the dud game. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba had the big touchdown at the end, which you know was a nice touch to his fantasy game. I think Tyler Lockett and JSN are both relevant as like wide receiver three options. And then for the Titans, I think D-Hop's a fringe play. If Levis is healthy, good to go. I think he's a high-end wide receiver three. If Levis is not good to go, not feeling great about it. I guess Tannehill is not the biggest downgrade. I'm going to like probably mid to back-end wide receiver three territory. Looking at the Jaguars-Buccaneers matchup, we'll kind of see what happens here with Trevor Lawrence. 
If um, Lawrence is good to go, then I'd probably consider Calvin Ridley as a start just based on the volume. He had the play where it could have been a touchdown, really close call there. Obviously, it didn't go his way because that's kind of a how the season's gone here for Calvin Ridley. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, then Ridley would be a fringe option. Uh, Zay Jones, I think dealing with a hamstring injury. We'll see what his status is. He's somewhat playable if uh, Trevor Lawrence is healthy, but I'd still probably list him as a sit. And then for the Buccaneers here, we had a monster game out of Chris Godwin, kind of a rare occurrence this season. I still view Mike Evans as the clear top option, the clear start. And I am actually going to be uh, sitting Chris Godwin. I know he's coming off the big game, but there just hasn't been a ton of consistency. The touchdown upside hasn't been there. And so maybe if he has a big game again in week 16, then I you know look into him in week 17. But one big game isn't really going to sway me here into listing him as like a fringe play. Looking at the Cardinals-Bears matchup, uh, for the Cardinals, Marquise Brown was active, but he was very limited in his role. He was pretty much the only wide receiver that was fantasy relevant heading into it. So definitely going to continue to sit him. For the Bears, definitely continue to fire up DJ Moore as a uh, very strong wide receiver start. Then looking at the Cowboys-Dolphins game here, for the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb had a late touchdown, which had a decent stamp to his fantasy day on what was an overall rough game out of the uh, Cowboys offense. You continue to fire up CeeDee Lamb as a very strong wide receiver one, and then I'm going to be sitting Brandon Cooks, just not enough consistency there. For the Dolphins, if Tyree kills healthy, obviously you're firing him up as a wide receiver one, and then you're also firing up Jalen Waddell, who had a nice game with uh, Tyreek Hill out. Then we're going to have the uh, Patriots taking on the Broncos. And for the Patriots, it just seems like Demario Douglas had a concussion at the wrong time. He was starting to peak. He was operating as the Patriots wide receiver one. Then he misses the two games, comes back, doesn't have a great performance, and it's just going to be tough to trust him in like your fantasy uh, semifinal playoff game. So you're going to be sitting Douglas and Devonta Parker. Then for the Broncos, we had Cortland Sutton put together a nice game um, in a spot where he didn't get into the end zone. That's good to see. I like Sutton here as a uh, wide receiver too, and then definitely going to be a sitting Jerry Judy, even though he had a decent game in uh, week 15. We have a divisional matchup between the Raiders and the Chiefs. For the Raiders, I'm going to be firing up Devontae Adams as a very strong start. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL, coming off a nice game on uh, Thursday Night Football. And then I'm going to be sitting Jacoby Myers. I know he had what he had, like the passing touchdown in um, week uh, 15, but there's just not enough consistent volume there. I don't trust this offense, especially going up against this tough Chiefs defense. And then for the Chiefs here, got to give some flowers here to uh, Rasheed Rice. He's kind of putting together like the textbook, big late uh, season rookie breakout. We've seen it with guys like Christian Watson, Amon Rossing Brown. Over the last four games, Rasheed Rice is averaging 20.4 PPR points per game. He has seen nine or 10 targets in all four of those games, so consistently commanding volume. He actually saw his best route participation of the season in week 15, 93% route participation. I mean, he was hovering around 50% for a lot of the season, so he truly has broken out. He is truly their wide receiver one, not only in production, but also in the way they're utilizing him. I think you fire him up with a lot of confidence rest of season. Next is going to be the uh, Giants taking on the Eagles. For the Giants, we really can't be trusting any of these wide receivers. Sitting Darius Slayton, sitting Wondell Robinson, and uh, sitting Jalen Hyatt. And then for the Eagles, um, I just think you continue to start their top two, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Neither guy had huge games. Um, in week 15, but I think this could be a bounce back as a whole for this uh, Eagles offense. And then the final game of the week, the Ravens taking on the 49ers. For the Ravens here, um, this was a pretty wild no-show from Zay Flowers. One target, one reception for seven yards. 
was also not involved on the ground, uh, zero carries. And it's not like his usage fell off or his playing time fell off. He had 100% route participation. So he was just out there getting his uh, cardio in. And I considered moving him down to a fringe option, but just based on how impressive he has been over the past two weeks, I'm willing to kind of overlook this one, like, you know, rough game, just like one dud performance. I'm willing to overlook it considering he looked great in week 13 and week 14. On paper, you know, just you hear the 49ers defense, you don't think that's great, um, but they've actually allowed the eighth most fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. So it's honestly kind of a plus matchup here for Zay Flowers. I'm going to have him as a start and then going to be sitting Odell Beckham and uh, Rashad Bateman. And then for the 49ers, no surprise, you fire up Debo Samuel and you uh, fire up Brandon Ayuk. That's going to wrap it up for my week 16 wide receiver start sits. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button, check out the other start sit videos, any fantasy questions, drop them down below. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.